the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. There we go. Sorry. I had somebody talking to me and I wasn't paying attention. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of fantasysixpack.net. With me as usual, co-host AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. Another day, another Thursday football game. Hopefully the uh, Niners can keep this going and smash yeah, the Giants I like they should be. I think that's going to be a problem. Um, it was looking a little touch and go there. Yeah, in the, in the in the first in the first quarter, it wasn't pretty, but uh, they they got it together. They got it together. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be all right. I hope so because I have survived for picks with the Niners. So <laughs> I think you'll be fine. Um, all right, so tonight we're going to be running through the uh, week three rankings for your fantasy league, uh, and you know, going through some start sit scenarios as well and uh before we get into that though we'll, we'll, we'll jump into some some of the news that's happened here recently um i know it's a, a big topic well, a big important topic for for a lot of people here to uh to discuss but of course hit that subscribe button hit the follow button leave those reviews we appreciate it uh wherever you're watching or listening and of course become an all access member over at fantasy sixpack.net um you get our award-winning rankings both uh you know, the, the offensive and IDP rankings, you've got our DFS and our DFS projections. You've got our, our betting and DFS advice. Um, you've got our discord where you can jump in and ask any of us your, your custom league questions. And uh, we like, we love, we love helping you guys out. So jump in there, go to fancy six pack.net slash plans and become an all access member today. Um, we don't have a guest tonight, so I guess we're just going to roll with this and, uh, do you want beer of the week? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Mm, beer. You didn't prepare me with your beers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. So I'm doing the same thing as last night or last week because uh, I didn't go back to the store and get anything else fancy. So Aslan, Mind the Hop, Double IPA. It's good. I enjoy it. All right. I <laughs> am quick and easy. Sorry. <laughs> A Glass Town Brewery's uh, 856 Double India Pale Ale. This is uh, a Jersey beer, if you couldn't tell by the area code. Um, they've got a couple of different ones like this, I guess. Uh, picked this one up over the weekend when I was in the Dirty Jers, going up to the Rutgers VT game, watching us get waxed by oh, Rutgers. Went to that. It was Brutal. not fun. Um, it was fun being able to hang out with uh, some some friends from school I haven't seen in a long time. But other than that, um, yeah, this is uh, this is that. Alrighty, okay, man. So we're gonna start. You know, to, we sort of change it up. Like, if there's a lot of like really important things that have happened in the NFL that affect fantasy, we'll start with that. So that happened this week. Um, of course, the big news, right, was the huge injury to Nick Chubb. Um, what's going on, Albert? Thanks for joining us, man. What up? Um, so, you know, busted up knee, 
and then some, man. Like it, it's bad for him. He's not returning this season. Uh, Jerome Ford was obviously the hot waiver pickup this week. I sort of predicted it on our Discord. I was like, they're probably going to go sign somebody, but Jerome Ford's still, in my opinion, the guy. But they did go out inside Kareem Hunt. Um, not really much of a shocker. He's familiar with the system. He can come in right away and play. Uh, you know, if they had gone out and gotten like a Leonard Fournette, he would have had to like, it, it didn't seem like as good of a fit, right? He would have had to figure it out. But what's your what's your thoughts, AJ, on how Kareem Hunt can or 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 will? have an impact on Jerome Ford because a lot of people were like all in. I, I mean, I saw people blowing like 75% of their fat budgets on Jerome Ford after the performance yeah. he had this past, this past week. Um, so now that hunt is in town, what do you think about Jerome Ford there? I still like Ford. I think he's going to get the initial effort. Um, you know, as far as he he's also familiar with the system and let's, think about it honestly i mean he's the one who beat kareem hunt out to get the spot um coming into the year so that's why kareem hunt was still sitting out there uh you know i it's also a money thing but yeah you well, know <laughs> yeah, but you know performance um earned earned him the spot as the backup role we already saw he was getting usage um along yes. with chubb so yeah i, I think it's still Ford's job to lose, but I think if anything, Hunt will be more active in the passing game um, like he's been in the past. I don't see a huge drop off from, you know, that that one two punch we saw with Chubb and Hunt. I think Ford's going to be the initial go to guy, um, but then Hunt could be in to, to spell him for different series, you know, for rushing. But more of his impact I would think is going to be seen in the passing game. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Uh, I also think that, I mean, I think Ford can be used a little bit in that role as well. Um, he did see four targets this past week, uh, which isn't a, a yeah. huge number, but I mean, it's also the same number that Chubb saw in week one. So they're, it, they are making it a point to put it, you know, give give the ball in the passing game to their lead running back too. So um, it seems like it's more of an emphasis um, on this team. Um, but yes, now with Hunt there, maybe we see a little bit of that shifting over to him. That's kind of what he's known for. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Jerome Ford is going to be the guy taking most of the carries. And you're right. I mean, usage wise, it was massive. And we won. We saw 41% of the rushing attempts go to Jerome Ford. Yeah. Even with Nick so Chubb. For the full for the whole game. That's that was crazy. I you know, almost never seen anything like that. So, while while leaving this on on this topic before we move on to the next one, I have to say and, and I meant to mention this other topic, you know, week one, um, when it was actually happening. Is this my fault because I put a picture of Nick Chubb on the running back depth chart? Did I cause this? been there since last year so i'm gonna say no, no it has not that is a new picture for this oh, year. oh was it a new one? Oh, it, it was, was derrick henry since... last oh. year and derrick henry is now also questionable but uh yeah i mean we we, we play the uh we AJ play that card doll. now the yep. week one ultimate voodoo would be 
the fact that my AVI for Scott Fish, I specifically asked them to put a Travis Kelsey jersey on Quagmire for my drunken clam. And then I did not pick him 1-1 overall. I took my boy Jalen Hurts. And what do you know? Kelsey was out week one. So he's back. You know, I I don't think I purposely did that one, but I I meant to mention (laughs) that in in our first week. And I was like, oh, crap, I got to get to this. So now I'm mentioning it now. But anyway, what's our next guy? um, What up, Jamie? Glad to have you here, man. Um, So, yeah. Um, next thing up is don't worry, Jamie. AJ was I'm, I'm, I was late as well. Um, so you're, you're fine. Getting <laughs> you to just start over. Um, welcome to the fifth. No, they're not yeah. doing it. Uh, Cam Akers to Minnesota, obviously, uh, traded was inactive last week from the Rams. Like, Madison was not efficient at all this season. He looked he's looked horrible. Um, are we excited about either one of these guys moving forward? Like, do we think somebody could actually kind of shine in this Minnesota backfield? I'm feeling no. Like, it or it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, this one was an interesting one for me because obviously with the Chubb news, Acres was possibly you know headed to Cleveland initially, and then that that obviously didn't happen. So that's fine. But now he's headed to Minnesota where, yeah, Madison is probably like, what the hell, guys? Like, you you got rid of Dalvin Cook finally, and you're going to give me my chance. And now what? So I forget the tweet. I forget who sent the tweet, but it was hilarious. It was was, uh, Alexander Madison with Cam Akers walks in the room. And it was the Zoolander, like, (laughs) clip where Zoolander's like on the red carpet or whatever. And then you see, uh, I forget the name of the other character that walks in and it, it remember, just, he's got this smile that he just goes, <laughs> they just like, yeah. they just like, you know, scowl at each other. Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Zach's over here going K makers has a 15 to 20% chance of being relevant. I mean, that's, that's potentially higher. I mean, that's probably the same week. relevancy that Madison <laughs> has at this point. He's, been bad so yeah. it's not I, something's got to happen there in this run game because you know they can't you know they're not really... going to be able to pass the ball as much as they have been i mean kirk cousins is going to be setting records here it's going to be crazy if, if he's going to have to pass his ball as much as he is which it's yeah working offensively but it's, it's not helping them you know overall um yeah but yeah i'm not it, overly it's be a excited struggle. about it uh i do have acres you know on a couple of teams um, I have Madison I have on, the hell on out of <laughs> at least one or two, um, possibly different ones. Um, so I don't know. I'm not really happy with either one of them right now. So we'll see. Loving the fact that I traded Cam Akers in a dynasty league before the season started uh, for like the 108 pick. Wow. I don't for remember this what year's I got at this point, but it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I mean. The last thing is like it. Let me look. We could go on and on and on with running back injuries, right? But let's just kind of wrap this all yeah. up. The running back room is awful, and I and I'm right. I wrote an article today talking about players to stash, um, and for for week you know for week three, right? So players to pick up this weekend. Like if if you've got 
kind of just some junk on the back end of your bench. Like, just go out and take some stabs on a couple of these guys. I mentioned how, like, the, just the running back depth at this point is just awful. I mean, look, we're talking about Saquon Barkley out, right? We're talking about probably David Montgomery out. We're, we're talking about Nick Chubb gone. We're talking about Akers being horrible, Madison being horrible. Uh, I know I'm forgetting people right now, but it's just, it's been bad. Um, yeah. And so people's running back depth, I mean, Come on, we're talking about Jerome Ford being good. We're talking about Kyron Williams being good. Like, nobody expected that. Like, if you're lucky and you got those guys, cool. But like, what what do we do with all of these injuries? And like, you know, I'm you know, I'm talking about taking stabs. And I mean, I'm talking like these are reaches, guys. You know, the, the article is gonna say, look, go out and grab like a Sean Tucker. Would we have ever expected like he's he's not he's not seeing a lot of work. But he has seen 13 carries in two games. Not a lot. Yeah, Rashad White's clearly the guy there. Out targeting, out everything him. But, like, look, if anything were to happen to Rashad White, it's clearly Sean Tucker's role. Uh, they're barely yeah. using uh, Chase Edmonds. Um, you know, Cordero Patterson's coming back. You never know, man. They, they, they like to get him the ball for some reason. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, go out and take chances on these guys. Like, the last thing you want to have happen is all of a sudden there, that injury happens to a Nick Chubb type player, and then you're you're fighting for everybody else on the waiver wire. Go and drop the schmuck on the back end of your bench that nobody really cares about, you know, if you have one. I know not every team in every league, you know, has that, but I say, you know, drop the you know the hotter Renfros if you still have them on your team and Go pick up somebody else who has some upside if something happens. You know, it, it's it's one of those like that. That's how I think you you're gonna have to get through this running back year. It feels like just taking chances yeah. on guys and hoping you just strike gold. I picked up Jerome Ford in a couple of leagues before last week happened, and everybody in my leagues were like, "How the hell do you still? Ha- how the hell do you have him already?" And I'm like got 41 percent of the rushing attempts in week one so of course i went after him why not <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's definitely becoming an issue um you know we we kind of talk about this going into every season i feel like and especially since the league has shifted to the 17 game season um you know i was always worried about this i you know i and yet for whatever reason i still always have mostly weak running back depth on a lot of my teams. Um, But this year I kind of made it a point to really try to focus on running back and, and get some solid depth, even if they weren't necessarily the best guys, but I was throwing darts, you know, in a lot of these drafts and in my bigger leagues or, or the industry leagues, Um, I have Jerome Ford in, in Scott fish. I have Jerome Ford, um, in possibly in warrior bowl too uh so i like i made a point to get him specifically just knowing that kareem hunt wasn't there uh you know he was going to be like a solid handcuff to own going into this year so i'm yeah. happy that i have him yeah, in, that's why i've got elijah mitchell a couple of them yeah well, a couple um, squads, so he was another one that i was targeting late but i just didn't end up getting so I think that this trend is going to continue. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would say it's going to continue all year long. 
Um, I, I think that teams are starting to rely on multiple backs, um, you know, in different situations and, you know, injuries happen. They're, they're freak things. You can't really control when they're going to happen, but mm-hmm. as long as you can minimize the risk and, you know, set yourself up well with enough depth to overcome these things, then, then you should be okay. Yeah. Do you have a question here from Jamie? Uh, he's debating on picking up Ertz or Hertz. <laughs> Zach Ertz or Hayden Hurst. I got to say that because they sound like the same name. In a league, over 70%, he said over 70% of the analysts said Ertz. But he's saying me was part of the 30% for Hurst. Uh, I'm guessing that meant for the season. Um, because yeah, I mean that of course was when we didn't think Ertz was actually going to start the season. Uh, <laughs> thought he was going to start the year on the IR, to be honest. Uh, yeah. so a little wrong there, but look, he's Hurst has started off very strong. Of course, that's been with uh Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the follow up question is, how do you feel about Hurst now? With and I think he meant Dalton, he yeah, said Darnold. Dalton. Uh, Dalton starting because Bryce Young is out this week. I don't like it. Um, I've got Ertz higher. I mean, Ertz isn't dealing with a great quarterback either, um, but seeing a a, a very large target share in that offense been performing well, and at least he's going to have the same, uh, the same, the same, uh, the same quarterback this week. Um, so that's interesting that, uh, I said, start sit that I haven't because, uh, in my own rankings I'm looking at right now, he's Ertz is higher. So, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it's saying that Jamie. So I apologize for that. Um, that I, I don't know why I would be saying that over there. Cause I've, I've had Ertz higher all week. So, um, who knows? <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'd be going Ertz this week for sure. So, but Speaking of start sit, let's jump into our start sit and uh, set of our rankings conversation here. And voice in the sky, Mike LaPlante, start us off, man. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right. So we're going to start off the quarterbacks like usual here. And because you guys are giving me a little, you know, shit behind the scenes, I changed it up for you. We got Dak Prescott at Arizona or Deshaun Watson versus Tennessee. Without Nick Chubb. Joe, you can start us off here. I'm going Dak Prescott. Uh, I realize that Tennessee is awful at uh, at preventing the pass. But it's not like Deshaun Watson's been that good this year, right? And so we've seen Dak perform. Um, he's... You know, CeeDee Lamb and him are obviously, you know, doing something awesome. Pollard is is great. He's got connections with these tight ends already. And this week, it looks like he's going to get Brandon Cooks back. So that that's a plus. Um, Arizona's also bad against the pass. So um, I'm going to I'm going to lean Dak Prescott here. Yeah, yeah uh, I, Go ahead, I agree with that. Um, like I said, I uh, I initially when I wrote this up, had Prescott and Cousins, but um, I don't know what happened to the question, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> it disappeared. Yes. I would have had Cousins, by the way. If that were I would question. have picked... Uh, yeah, I like Cousins better than, than Prescott, but those two were kind of even in you know the matchup. Um, yeah. This one is still fairly even, too. So It is. 
Prescott is just, I mean, Dallas's offense has been good enough. It's been mostly their defense that's that's got them to where they are, but their offense isn't slowed up much either. So uh against Arizona, I'm I'm going with Dak. Yeah, just uh I my one fear with Dak is just they just don't need to throw the ball against Arizona. That's I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean that if that defense prevents Arizona from even you Although know Although they're scoring, not gonna Trayvon Diggs, so that's, that's not gonna true. help things. True yep. as He's well. Out for the year, everybody. Uh it is for the year. Oh, Toward, towards ACL. I, yeah. Practice I today. I saw I saw that he was injured, but I didn't see the actual news news. So what a shame. Mm. It, it, what it, are it the is. Cowboys fans going That's to the do? Eagles and the Commanders fan. I know Damn. our dynasty expert Jordan Jordan Schultz was heartbroken. Yeah, 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 he was pissed. That's actually how I found it on uh, on Twitter. Saw his comment. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I I agree with you guys. Dak Prescott's just safer than Deshaun Watson. I mean, I'm curious to see if uh, the Browns Excuse maybe me. throw a little bit more because of the injury to Chubb. Maybe not a whole lot more, but just a little bit of an uptick. I mean, I think they're going to have to. Yeah, and, and and obviously Tennessee's run defense is really good. So they're going to have to. So it is close, but Watson just hasn't looked good this year at all. So I'm kind of out on that. Um, oh, he's just saying he checked uh, your rankings. Again it's updated two updated. hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. He does that. He likes to update it a, a lot. Oh, yes. I will be updating it all week. So check it back again that's, on Sunday. That's what that's what makes him good as, as a ranker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we only had one QB question this <laughs> this week, so we're gonna move on before to the, the Thursday night game. It's usually Saturday night, Sunday morning, at least twice. So there you go. Running backs, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're on to the running backs. AJ, you get to start us off here. And I did find this interesting when we uh, when I was looking at the show sheet. You put Travis Etienne Jr. and I was like, man. I've never heard him called that. And me and Joe actually looked it up. Joe mainly. And he is actually called Travis Etienne Jr. That really yep. surprised me. Why have we never heard that before? Or at least me. But I don't know. Travis Etienne oh, versus the plays. Oh, yeah, yes. But Travis Etienne versus the Texans or Kenneth Walker versus the Panthers. AJ, go ahead. I also have Kenneth Walker the third because that is how he is listed in a lot of things yes. that i that i use that was at least a little more um i yeah and when i put this in i uh the etn potential injury or is he still listed i think i, I think he is but i i think he'll probably i think he'll i play. think he's I, gonna I, play I, but um i i liked kenneth walker on this one regardless um i mean he's just been a stud so far this year um charbonnet has not really made a dent into his touches um nope. he's just the clear clear rb1 for that team and uh i i think with carolina you know not having bryce young this week as we already mentioned uh they could potentially be down pretty quick and pretty early so this could be a big game for walker but i don't know I'll say this. I'm not sure I see a ton of difference yet between Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. Dalton's been a serviceable quarterback throughout yeah. his entire career. Um, so I don't 
I don't agree with you, actually, AJ. Um, I do think it is ETN still. I think this will be a bit of a more competitive game. Um, and ETN, uh, you know, has also taken a large percentage of, you know, snaps and rushing attempts from this team. As much as we wanted to all love Tank Bigsby in the offseason, um, yeah. this is not happening. So it's kind of the exact same. Um but yeah, Walker is also, you're right. I mean, and I wrote about both these teams in the usage article this past week to where, you know, it's it's all Walker. Charbonnet's not a factor yet. And ETN, Bigsby's not a factor yet. Actually, I think I wrote about that in week one. So it's just, you know, both these guys are, are clearly going to be be the dudes right now. Uh, but, you know, I still like the I still like the, the Jags offense a little bit more uh, against Houston. All right. Although they're, they're both bad. Both defenses are terrible. So it is what it is. Uh, AJ was smart enough to let me be the tiebreaker here. So I actually lean Kenneth Walker in this one. Both of you make good points. All right. They're both the dudes. All right. ETN's got a little bit better of a matchup, certainly. You know, not going against Carolina. And he gets that Houston D-line where it's really only got Will Anderson. But the thing that really stands out, the biggest thing for me, and I had to look it up here real quick, but it's the red zone usage. In two games, ETN has three total just touches inside the 20. Meanwhile, Kenneth Walker's at eight. Yeah. So, like, I I look at it, and I think there's just a little bit more of a ceiling. They both got great floors. But I want to lean a little bit more of that ceiling route and go uh, Walker with the potential of getting another two-touchdown game just like last week. Yeah. But, no, it's it's a good question. So... We're on to the next here. And this one, this one's a fun one, Joe, because, you know, having Kendall on last week, we, we talked about it all show. So we're, we had to put him in here. But DeAndre Swift against Tampa Bay or Brian Robinson Jr. against Buffalo? Mm. It's all you. Uh, I'm looking at my half PPR ranks and I've got Brian Robinson higher. Um. Brian Robinson's been awesome so far this season. And I know Swift had that amazing game last last week. Um I just it'll it'll be interesting to see the weather reports come out this week, which actually could help Brian Robinson because it could be a ground and pound game, keep things a lot more competitive between the commanders and the and the Bills. Um, you know. The, the Bills defense we know is legit, but they're kind of middle of the road against the run so far this year. Um, the the Bucks are uh, where are they? Um, missing them. They're actually they're actually better right now at points per game against the run. Um, but it's <laughs> I feel like it's really hard. And, and AJ, I mean, I think you got to agree with me here. It's really hard to figure out who the hell the Eagles are going to use in the running game every single week. Right. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's very annoying. And a lot of this is going to, you know, is Gainwell actually going to be healthy. That's going to play a big part. Um, I mean, I was utterly shocked last week that they just were like, nah, Rashad Penny, you're just still not going to play. Like why even bring this dude in? Just cut the guy at this point. Let him go somewhere else. I don't understand. Like, why'd they even keep this guy on the roster if there's just utterly no place for him, even after the starting running back in Kenneth Gadewell gets hurt? Like, 
I don't get it. So I just I don't trust the I don't I don't trust the Philly backfield enough to like rank somebody. I mean, it feels like every week, and this happens almost every year. It's like every week is somebody different, right? It's like yeah. okay. So and Brian Robinson's been a stud so far this year. I like him a lot. I'm gonna still roll the dice with him. Yeah, I I love what Swift did last week. I don't know if it's going to be repeated um, this week. Tampa, I feel like, has a better front line against, you know, rushing than Minnesota. Correct. Um, <laughs> I, I just feel like that's going to – they're going to kind of key in on that. I don't know if they're going to necessarily let Philly just – run all over them like minnesota did um but that's that's kind of the problem with this eagles team if they're not beating you on the ground then they can beat you through the air because they have such talented receivers Mm -hmm. and a great tight end in goddard but uh, yeah i i think i'm leaning robinson on this one overall buffalo like you said kind of a mediocre good defense but but a little mediocre too the middle of the road yeah, um, but you know they're, they're still good. It's just again, I this just could be an ugly the, game. The There's usage. some weather coming in that that uh that tropical system is coming in and and yeah. might nail the East Coast right around you know, right around this area on Sunday. So that that's that could make things messy. Yeah, uh, but we right. do have a couple questions. I know that, so bring them up. Yeah, Richard wants to know full PPR needs two flex options. He's got. Christian Kirk looks like Alec Pierce, Michael Thomas, and Jerome, uh, Jerome Ford, and Puka Nakua. Oh, yeah. brother. All right. Is it Dame Pierce up. or Alec uh, Pierce? I, Damian Pierce, Alec Pierce. Probably Damian. I don't know why I always think it's Alec. Who would yeah, like who who would be starting Alec Pierce? Um Yeah, I already dropped him. It is Damian. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So let me uh That's let what me I pull it on my rankings here real quick um, for you. I didn't have my PPR stuff up. Uh, so I apologize for that. So I will let you answer first. Two um, flex. Uh, me personally, I would I would definitely go Nakua as one of them, and I'd probably go Dane Pierce as the other one. Uh, so need two flex after that. Kirk Pierce, Michael Thomas. For... So yeah, it's definitely Nakua. And for me, it is got to search through it. Sorry, I can't find my rankings. They just they kind of do their own thing. So, um, the answer to the question for you, um, I believe it's going to be Christian Kirk. Yep, that would be the next one up. A little farther down the list than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised. All right, we can move on there then because uh, I think that's our only. Yeah, Jamie said uh, Jamie was asking if if uh, Zay Jones plays this week. I, I mean, we're, we're still not gonna have to wait. We don't know. I mean, I'm not a yeah, I'm not an injury expert. I just kind of wait for the news. Sorry. If, um, if Jones is out, then I might might lean a little bit more towards Kirk, but I I still like the rushing game idea. So, all right, all we'll right. move on to our next uh, running back question here. And we got two guys thrusted into the position that, you know, probably again this week with Eckler not really, you know, practicing. Yeah. But Joshua Kelly against the Vikings or Jerome Ford against the Titans. Joe, you get to start us off. 
Didn't I do the last one? Well, uh, it's my turn to start. All right. I'm AJ, going. Uh, I'm going Kelly on this one. Ford has a rough matchup against Tennessee. That is one thing their defense is very good at is stopping the run. Um, and you know, obviously the uh, the presence of of uh, Hunt there, like we already talked about, could give him some jitters. Whatever, I don't think it will, but it's something to to keep in mind. And as we said, DeAndre Swift just ran his ass off against Minnesota. So if uh, if if LA took any notes from that game, they will run Josh Kelly. Drum Ford just ran his ass off against the Steelers. Why do you keep saying Minnesota? I didn't. DeAndre Swift ran his ass off oh, against Minnesota. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying so Ford if did. LA sorry. took any notes from yes. that, Josh Kelly anyway, should I agree also do the same. I do agree with you. It is Kelly. I know everybody wants to be on the Ford train this week, but this is actually not the week to do it. And and actually, like I, I think he's going to be a uh like a cash uh like like a locked in player on cash for dfs this week i kind of would pivot off of that because you're right aj the tennessee run defense is top notch they've allowed um i'm looking at the the stats right now on fantasy data um kudos to them for giving us access to this 5.9 fantasy points per game to the running backs like good luck Um, it's just not happening, you know. Even if I switch it to half PPR, it's um because I think that might be standard, it's 6.9. So it's still not good, right? It's like where where you get the points from, even if he's a cheap value, like it's just not working. So go yeah. back to Kelly. I know he disappointed last week, but again, he's the one who played Tennessee last week. So there you go. All right. All right. We do got another question here, another start set question from Albert. George Pickens or Nico Collins, full point PPR. George Pickens or Nico, uh, I I gotta go back to the Pickens, I believe. I would go Collins. Pickens for me is there. Yeah, it's it's Pickens. Especially with Deontay that's still on IR. Yeah, Deontay's still on the IR. Pickens, we saw the the massive game he can have the dudes, the dudes talented with the ball in his hands. He's just got to get the ball in his hands. Nico, yeah. we know is, you know, going to be involved and see a lot of targets because Houston's usually down, but it's not like the running game for the Steelers is doing anything. I should know. I have a lot of nausea this year. Sadly, again, another one just disappointments, right? We're, I didn't even talk about that. We've got lots of disappointments in the running game. When I talked about it earlier, Najee being one of them and Joe Mixon. Yes. Thank you. But. All right. So All right. over to receivers. Yes, sir. This is the fun one. This is where we get to pick two guys. <laughs> All right. So AJ started off last time. So Joe, pick two, sit one on that hardwood. Puka Nakua this week against the Bengals, who, you know, is just killing it off the waiver wire. Or Jamar Chase versus the versus the Rams, who's been kind of, you know, on a cold streak. Or we got Calvin Ridley against the Texans. Right now, my rankings have it Jamar Chase and Puka Nakua. Even and these are half PPR. This is what I go with. I kind of go middle ground to kind of help out everybody as much as possible. But right now, that's that's my rankings. Now, 
if Jamar Chase is going to have to deal with, I don't even know who their backup is. I actually do. Um, I'm I'm blanking on his name for just a hot minute, but uh, Jake, Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Oh, Browning, right? yep. <laughs> if he's having to deal with Jake Browning, That's going to be interesting. I'm going to have to see where the projections fall for him, how that kind of, you know, because you you know they're probably going to lean a little heavier in the run run game then if they have to do that. Um, but, I mean, the Rams are, you know, going pretty good there too. So that's going to be a lot closer. This will be a very tough decision. And I know this actually is a decision that a lot of people will probably have to make or something close to it, right? Because everybody picked Puka off the waiver wire at some point, even if, even if it was before the season, right? Chase and Ridley were draftable. Uh, together so this is a tough one it's very close um i mean ultimately you're not really going wrong with all any of them but it could flip and it could be puka and and ridley because i do think Ridley has a bounce back game Oof. uh yeah i mean i i'd have a very hard time sitting jamar chase personally regardless of matchup um well, and quarterback, really. Well, yeah, it's quarterback. But it's Burrow just has not been good. So you think Jake Browning's going to be better? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, that's a, that's a no. rough one. Uh, yeah, I think I might lean Ridley and Nakua too. Actually, yeah, I mean, it it really depends. Like, if, I think if Burrow can tough it out, I think you go. You got to go with the stud, man. You drafted a number two, number three overall in most leagues. I think you're still rolling him out there. You're just hoping he finally figures it out. Last yeah. week was a Higgins week. We saw it can happen. It, you know, it it hasn't been a nice start for for Cincy yet. It's been it's been brutal, and you know, it is what it is. But I, I, I think it's chasing Puka if Burrow's healthy. I think it's Puka and Ridley if Burrow is not. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I can get on board with that. All right, on to our next one. AJ, who are you sitting on the hardwood between DJ Moore at Kansas City, DeAndre Hopkins at Cleveland, or Nico Collins at Jacksonville? Oh, see, so switch this one up on me. Um, Just one. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of who the other one was. Uh, I'm definitely starting Nico. And the other two are tough for me because neither one's been really living up to expectations. But I think I'm going to go with DJ Moore. Over D Hop. Starting them? Um, yeah, I'm starting Moore and Collins. All right. And Joe, who who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Uh yeah, right now my rankings have it. Hopkins just won over Moore. Nico's a little bit ahead of the, both of them. So that's that's kind of the clear winner there. All right now, my rankings say Moore is the sit. I mean Cleveland's been awesome against the past, though, allowing just 16.1 points per game to receivers. Um, Tannehill has not looked good, although he has been targeting 
Hopkins a lot. So there's at least that. I think that's what gets me to yeah. where the passing volume for Tennessee is still kind of you know at least somewhat there, right? Chicago's still just not passing the ball, man. Like I don't I don't know what to do with this with this passing offense. It's just not there. Um, you know, Tannehill. I mean, they're they're both they're both pretty far down there, but I'm trying to look at passing attempts right now. Uh Tannehill has 58 to where um fields if i can type oh actually fields has more just kidding uh (laughs) i know my math um it still just doesn't feel like that man um yeah it doesn't mean it is fields is not completing a lot you know he's not completing his passes for you know a large number of yards. I mean, he's actually got less yards than Tannehill. Not that they're both very good. Um, it's just that offense just looks ugly. Not, you know, again, they're both, they're both bad. Uh, they're both not, you're not feeling good about either one of them. I lean Hopkins just slightly because he's seeing, he's seeing, you know, at least some targets and it's more like he's seeing targets downfield. That's why I like it a little bit more to where DJ Moore, seems like a lot of underneath stuff. Um, and unless he can just like take one to the house, like he did a couple times in preseason. Uh, good luck. So I uh, figured let Jamie be the tiebreaker. He says Sid Hopkins. All right. I mean, look, Hopkins is tied for 13th in the league in, in targets right now. So uh, more all the way down at 20. Or actually, another wrong mark. He's not even on this page. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to do load more to find to find DJ Moore, and it still isn't loading because my computer's slow right now because I'm streaming. So, <laughs> you know that that's a big factor in it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right, on to our last one here. All right, Joe Jordan Addison against the Chargers, Jahan Dotson against the Bills. Or another waiver wire darling in two two Atwell against the Bengals. Who you got? Um, I'm going two two. I mean, look, we cannot deny how good this Rams offense has been to start the season with guys that nobody was drafting, right? So you got to give them credit. Two two Atwell has to be has to be in there. Um, and over, Addison and Dotson super close. I'm going to go with the big playability of Addison. You know, he's done it two games in a row already. I know, like, if he doesn't do it, it's going to blow up in my face. But, um, you know, Dotson's got a, a, a tough game here. And the, the you know, the Bills are, Bills are 23rd, you know, as far as points against, like, as far as, like, good 23rd. So, like, if I were split the other way around, they'd be 10th best against you know, receivers to where, you know, the, the chargers, not, not so much. (laughs) So uh, they are actually dead last. (laughs) So we can see a huge blow up game here. Uh, This could, this is going to be probably a very high scoring game between the chargers and the Vikings. So yeah, rely on that. (sighs) Yeah, I definitely, Woodlean Addison. 
I'm going to go 2-2 as well. I think that, you know, Stafford's been pretty decent um, without um, Cooper Cup. Obviously, Naku has gotten a ton of targets, but Atwell's gotten some as well. And I, I think that he's going to still get his. So Dotson just hasn't really blown up yet for me. So okay. I'm still not great. Yeah. I, I'm still leaning, you know, I'm waiting for it, but I don't really love it to happen against Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, so I'm leaning at well as well. All right. I think this game's in, in Washington, by the way, that's why we're getting at the weather for this game. Uh, yeah. Games, this game's in DC. Yeah. So that that front's gonna be hitting like the Carolina in this area. Um Scampers, you asked uh Gabe Davis or Johan Dotson. Oh man, especially I mean the weather's gonna play a factor for both, so that's that's gonna be an issue. I got Dotson a little bit higher. Like Gabe Davis is just so boomer bust and I don't, I don't trust it enough yet. Dotson's at least steady as he goes. Like if you, if you want, I think if you want, if you need ceiling, you go Davis. If you need a little bit of safer, like you just need points, you go Dotson because you know he's a little bit more reliable. But either one of those guys, like once we are kind of confirmed that this system is going to hit this area, I bet you that those those guys drop down a little bit. That whole game's gonna get dropped a little bit, I bet, as far as total yeah. points. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Well, we're on to our uh our only tight end question of the night. And AJ, you get to finish it off. Sam Laporta versus the Falcons or Hunter Henry against the Jets. I'm going Henry on this one. I mean, I I liked I liked both of these guys in the matchups, but um, Henry's just been absurd this year. So I'm going to let, let him keep going. I think, you know, the Jets defense is very solid. Um, but the Patriots have been pretty decent, um, and they, they're they hurting right now. They need a win. <laughs> so... I think if they're going to get it, then Henry's going to be the one to, to really shine. He's been the best receiver in that passing game um, overall. I mean, Bourne's been pretty good, too. He's got a ton of targets. But I think uh, I think Henry's the pick here. I'm actually going Laporta. Um, I just... You would. <laughs> I like the I like the um I, I like the matchup a little bit more. I you know the, the Jets I know you know have technically allowed more points to the tight end than the Falcons did, but I'm not I'm not buying it. I you know I just think you know divisional games here those are those are brutal. Um, so I will stick I will stick with Laporta, who's seeing a pretty good amount of usage for the uh for the tight end position pretty early um yeah. as as a rookie here so 
I'm liking what we see. So that's it for me. All right. So. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's actually it for the show. Um, we, uh, we, we might have a little fun at the end here of the show coming up, uh, soon, but we're not quite ready to plan that out yet, but, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll check you out in, in, uh, check us out on, on Twitter and uh we'll, we'll announce that when we when we finally lock it down but uh yeah jamie's saying he likes henry because the jets uh shut down wide receivers and uh maggie cheese will lean on henry this week yeah i mean it's it's possible i mean like tight end at that range is such a crap shoot so you know henry's probably got the more touchdown upside which is which is fine uh, but it's it's pretty close um Anyway, man, game's not over yet. Keep going, Jamie. Um, I would actually like to be able to watch some of the... Th- usually, we go super long, and I never get to watch the Thursday night game, so yeah. I would actually kind of appreciate watching the fourth quarter here. Uh, but it is 20 to 12. Um, again, you know, this is a lot closer than I thought it would be, especially without Saquon, but uh, the step, you know, yeah. kudos to the Giants for stepping up here and making it a game. But um, AJ, got any final words? Uh yeah, scampers. Thank you. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm sorry about your your lost carne asada. My my thoughts and prayers go out to you for that. Um, oh, I missed that comment. It was a oh, comment. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, just uh, stay tuned. Check us out on Discord. Get some subscription action going, and uh, good luck with your weeks this week. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, Have a good night, and we will see you all next week.